This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, with your host, John Rush. All right, hour three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Andy Pate, of course, with me, Charlie Grimes, your engineer. And we've got a guest joining us, Steve Gorham, joining us now. Steve, welcome. How are you? Hey, John. I'm great. Great to join you. Thank you for being with us. Author of Green Breakdown, The Coming Renewable Energy Failure. We talked a little bit about this in the first hour, Steve, just to kind of give you a little bit of uh, insight as to what we were doing in the first hour okay. so we got into a little bit of this but we knew you were coming on as well actually even uh, let people know that so tell us why i mean i kind of know but why are we facing an energy renewable energy failure well this is uh this is all uh stems out of the transition from uh, coal oil natural gas to uh, renewables that is being forced on everyone and uh, colorado is uh, is part of the epicenter of this mm-hmm as you know, your uh, your governor just signed a bill saying it'd be net zero by 2050. Um, but really quick, by the way, Steve, that that I hate that term because there's no such thing. You're absolutely right. There's no if such thing up. as net zero. It is a <laughs> it is a play on words only. It is an impossible task. Absolutely. If you build any kind of a building and you put in glass and copper and yep. concrete and steel and ceramic, every one of those things emits carbon dioxide when it's produced and when it's transported. You can't even build a grass hut that is nope. net zero. Steve, you if can't you drive the truck there grass. to do the analogy of what you even need to build and have it be net zero. Absolutely. But nevertheless, your governor has now committed your state to it. He's offering $200 million in tax incentives. So you have incentives for uh, EVs as well. And today in Colorado, you get about 70% of your electricity from coal and natural gas. Yes. About 20% from wind. And by the way, um, you guys are amongst the fastest rising electricity rates in the country now. Yes, yes we are. You are the, the, the highest uh, behind California in the West, although there's quite a difference. And uh, your rates are up about 38% in the last 14 years versus about 27% for the nation. So uh, the more wind you add, uh, the higher those electricity rates are going to go. Yeah, we like to lead the way in dumb. Yeah, thank you. We're good at that. Yeah, there's a number of other states doing the same thing. Well, what's going to happen, though, is we are going to have a breakdown. Uh, we're, people are not going to put up with this because their electricity rates are going to rise. Uh, we're going to have a, a less stable grid, and uh, we're going to have blackouts increasing. We're going to have uh, all these uh, political leaders are going to tell you you got to get rid of your gas appliances, get rid of your uh, gasoline mm-hmm. cars. 
And um, I, I, you know, just really as, as, as a side note onto that, I, I don't know if I should say this or not, but I'm going to. I bought a new gas dryer over the weekend just because I know eventually in Colorado I won't be able to. So I wanted to be on the cutting edge with a brand new gas dryer, not my six year old one. Well, you're right. And as a matter of fact, the, the uh, uh, Department of U.S. Department of Energy is now putting uh, 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 gas efficiency uh standards into place that are going to eliminate about half the stoves uh, that are on the market today and i think we're going to do a similar sort of thing for for uh, uh gas dryers as well so that's part of this uh, transition to yep. take away your choices that's right no again I, and honestly i really that was part of my decision making process in that was okay the one i've got yeah it's about six or seven years old it's got a ton of life left in it i know it'll last many many more years but if i want a new one now knowing that that one eventually probably will fail steve i want to i want to make sure that i'm on the front side of that knowing some of what you're talking about so again going back to the the book itself green breakdown the coming renewable energy failure what do you predict happens i mean where are we going from here how's this going to shake out so we're going to have four big problems. We're going to have higher uh, higher energy prices, electricity prices, and we're seeing those. California, by the way, passed up New England in the last three years. They're, they're now forty six cents a kilowatt hour, uh, more than more than uh, I'm sorry, twenty six cents a kilowatt hour, more than double the national average, and right behind Hawaii. We're going to have electricity blackouts, like we saw in Oklahoma and Texas and California in the last two years. And we're going to have transnational energy shocks. And we've just seen one in Europe over the last two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Europe electricity prices uh, remain four times as high as what they were two years ago. The natural gas prices are double what they were two years ago. And they're doing things like telling people not to bathe and to shower with a friend in England, you know, that sort of stuff. Jeez. So, so there's, a, there's a step function drop in standard of living. This is going to take a couple decades because it's so entrenched. But this is going to turn around. People are going to demand a return to low-cost, reliable energy. I agree. I agree. I agree with you on that. I think you're going to see in certain areas, especially the U.S., a revolt, uh, if you would, and they're just going to flat turn their backs and say, no, we're not putting up with this any longer. Give me back the things you've taken away from me. Yeah, and I'd be, it would be something if this actually had an effect on global climate. But the evidence shows that human emissions are only about 1% or 2% yeah. of the greenhouse effect in the atmosphere. Most of it is caused by water vapor. Much of it is caused by carbon dioxide uh, emitted from the oceans, from the plants. And we've only had one degree of temperature rise since 1880, one degree Celsius in 140 years. And then if you look back further, you see we've had multi-century-long periods when it's been naturally warmer than it is today. So, so yep. this is all like uh, raising an army and never taking a hill or building a hospital and never serving a patient. We're going to go do all these things, and we're not going to have any effect on global temperatures. No, all that really ends up happening, which I believe is by design, Steve, is we take from the poor, we give to the ultra-rich, we make people's lives miserable, we can control them more through all of these policies. So at the end of the day, this is about control and money for the very, very, very wealthy. It does it, effectively. That's what it is. I don't know if everyone thinks that way, but uh, I did write an article that was published uh, a couple months ago called uh, uh, "Green Energy: The Greatest Wealth Transfer in History." Oh yeah. And you're right. We are now we are now mining the cobalt is being mined in uh, uh, the Republic of Congo uh, by forced labor and slave labor, and then it's shipped to China to be processed, and then it gets back here so that everybody in Colorado can drive a Tesla. That's right. 
It's, it's and, not, and, not and really quick, not, not to correct you, but Steve, it's forced slave child labor. Let's not forget that part of it, because <laughs> the way they have to get down there yep. in the mines and even do things, you and I as grown men couldn't do it. Yeah, it is a sad situation, and, and it, it really impacts the environment, too. A lot of things are polluted yep. uh, from this thing. And, right. and what, what this transition means is five to ten times the mineral. If you have an EV, it requires six times the special metals of a regular gasoline car. And so we're going to, the more this transition occurs, the more mining will have to be done. And, and most of that's going to be outside the U.S. and China and other places. That's right. No, you're, you're talking to, I've got a car show I do on the weekend, Steve. So I'm a car guy by, by heart and by nature. So everything you're talking about, believe me, we know full well. And I said, even all the way back when the Priuses came out, and I'm a car guy, I'm not against individual cars themselves and or newer technology, but I'm against it being forced upon us and yep. or using tax dollars to create something for somebody else that shouldn't be there otherwise. If the free market doesn't make it happen, it shouldn't exist. But for years and years on my program on Saturdays, I've had that show for over 20 years. When the Priuses first came out in the early 2000s, I think it was 2001, I put a challenge out to all of my listeners that, by the way, nobody's met yet. If they could prove to me that by buying a new Prius versus driving their 1974 F-250 with a 10-mile-to-the-gallon engine in it, at the end of the day, if they could prove to me their Prius actually saves oil, the barrel of oil, you know, over the lifetime of that Prius versus driving that F-250, show me on paper how that works. That challenge has never been accepted or proven yet because I'm right. It doesn't save anything. Well, that's, yeah, and I feel the same way. I'm not against wind, solar, or electric vehicles. I am against everybody forcing us and mandating we can't use them, and all in the idea that we're going to stop global temperatures from rising. That's right. That is the closest definition of superstition that I know in modern superstition. Yep. Good one. Steve, how do folks anyway, get, I should have asked to begin with, where do folks get the book? Yeah, they're all, all this is in Green Break Home, a complete discussion of the, of the uh, energy transition, EVs, uh, a heavy industry, uh, hydrogen economy, the whole thing. It's available on Amazon. There are e-books as well, or they can get it from my website if they want a signed copy, hmm. uh, Steve Gorham, G-O-R-E-H-A-M.com. And if you've got an appliance, if you've got a car, if you're, if you're uh, using electricity, you need to know what's going on. Agreed. Steve, thank you, by the way. Andy, anything else you want to ask? Steve, I just got one more question. I mean, do you, in the book, do you sure. at all get into just the, let's face it, the rare earth minerals and how we simply don't have enough oh, good one. to yep. sustain the kind of green energy expansion that they're calling for? Yeah, well, I think you're right. The, I don't know if it's we don't have enough, but we don't, they can't be mined quick enough. The average uh, length of time right. to set up a copper mine, for example, is 17 years. And so a quick transition to all these things, uh, global metals increasing five to ten times. For a single thousand pound EV car battery, you have to move 500,000 pounds of earth in a mine. And we're just not going to be able to do it. And that's part of the reason it's going to break down. EVs are going to penetrate world markets, but they're not going to become the majority, probably maybe 20 20 percent by uh, 2050. Yeah, and that's you know that's probably a number I could agree with you on, and, and I think again saying twenty fifty, there's some folks out there saying it'll be that much saturation by twenty thirty, and no, not going to mm-hmm. happen, Steve. Not even close. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> Good one, Steve. Thank you. By the way, been a great guest. We'd love to have you back. I appreciate it very much, sir. Thank you. We think very much alike, uh, as you can tell. At your service, guys. Thank Thanks. you very much, Steve. Appreciate it. Again, that book is Green Breakdown: The Coming Renewable Energy failure which he says coming i think andy we're well under our way oh yeah well on our way that i should say
Look, green energy destroys nations. It's not green. I know, but you know what I mean. Quote, I let me put it another way. Quote, unquote, green energy yeah. destroys nations. Yeah. It ruins nations. Look what it's done to Europe. Dear Lord. Okay. Awful. I mean, it, Awful. everywhere it's employed, it yep. is a disaster. That's right. We'll be back here in a, fo- in a minute, folks. Uh, Flesh Law Firm, any questions you have when it comes to just things happening in your world, legally speaking, where you want some advice, you need some representation, whatever the case, give Kevin a call. My attorney, he'd love to help you. 303-806-8886. Here's why you need personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh on your side. He understands the way the jury thinks. In the context of a personal injury case, you've been hurt by someone else's negligence. The idea is that you're going to try to recover so that you can get back to where you were just prior to that incident occurring. What that really means from a jurist perspective is that you're going to be asking them to award you money. So when we talk about fairness, we're talking about six people that you don't know. Those six people view the evidence and make a unanimous decision that will decide what the fair value is. When you're the one who's hurt, you have a good idea of what you think it's worth. The question is, can you persuade those other individuals whom you don't know and were witnesses to believe that's what the case is worth? Kevin Flesh understands the way the jury thinks. Call now for a free consultation, 303-806-8886. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. When your air conditioning isn't working properly, you're sticky, hot, and miserable, and you just want it fixed fast. Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air have the staff, vehicles, and inventory to do the job right, right now. Smaller companies often have to order parts or come back another day to finish, but Absolute has the staff to repair your AC typically on the same day. Even if you need an entirely new HVAC system installed, in many cases, they can do that by the next day. Absolute's highly qualified technicians also have best-in-class support back in their office in the rare case they hit a snag and need assistance. This means that you don't just get one tech, you have a whole team of techs who will help get your home cooled off without unnecessary delays. Right now, for KLZ listeners, Absolute will take off up to $500 for a full AC furnace install. Reach out to Absolute Electrical, Plumbing, Heating, and Air today at klzradio.com slash absolute and get cool fast. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air. This is Josh with Business Equipment Service. Here's a message from one of our satisfied customers. Sharon says, love this company. They have gone above and beyond to respond to our copier and service needs for the past 10 years. If you are looking into purchasing office equipment or need service on equipment you currently have, give us a call at 303-825-5664. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, and uh, all right. So let's say moving forward, going back to our right. 2024 strategy, sure. which we talk about typically when you're here with me on Tuesdays. Let's say, and you said it a moment ago, but folks couldn't hear you. Let's say that Trump ends up being the guy, our nominee, right. with the R next to his name going into 2024. What do we do? Well, first of all, uh, besides, folks. Besides pray, what do we do? <laughs> well, look, look, I love Trump, okay? Uh, once again, this is about how well he markets to the middle 
the, the the current Trump versus the Trump before. The current Trump will market much worse to the middle. Now, um, first of all, I'm not saying we should not vote for him in the general. Absolutely, we vote for him oh, in the yes, general. Absolutely, we have to turn out our yes. vote. A hundred percent. I mean, we've got to get everybody on our side to vote for him because we're going to struggle with the middle. That's right. That's number that one. That includes the evangelicals, the everyone. Oh, yes. Yes. You name it. You go to your church folk and you say, no, 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 no. This is, we lose this. I mean, do you like having a church? Because let me tell you something. Yep. The other side doesn't like you having a church. Yep. That's okay. right. If that's you right, haven't Andy. noticed no, that, that's right, Andy. If you haven't noticed it yet, and you know, by the way, really quick here with Vivek, Vivek Ramaswamy. You know, some people, well, he's a Hindu, yeah, but he's a Hindu who wants the government out of your religion. Right. That's right. So he that's means right. freedom for your religion. That's right. I don't. I don't want to elect a pastor. I want to elect somebody who allows my pastor to be a pastor. I, yeah, I want to allow. I want to elect somebody that will protect my pastor. Which, by the way, Trump will do too. Yes, Trump was wonderful for yes. religious freedom. Yes. Okay. Now, here are the things I think we need to do if Trump is our candidate, and I mean this. Uh, number one, he has to get a vice president who can help him appeal to the middle. All right. Yep. And that means he's got to go the opposite of Mike Pence. All right. You can't try to solidify the base. He's got to get somebody. And this is why I worry about Christy Noem. I love her, but she is very hardcore right wing. I'm not sure. I think he would have to go with Vivek. I think he really would. I think if you're going to reach the middle, yes, you have to have somebody like Vivek there speaking. Yes. Yes, I agree with that. Okay, Andy. that's number one. Number two, we need a complete rebranding of MAGA. You get rid of it. No, you can't. But you've got to rebrand You've got to rebrand. The, the middle hates that term. Well, they hate that movement. They don't care if you change the, the term. They hate the movement. Okay? Here's what they hate. They hate what they see as a cult. They, they hate what they see as loyalty to one man. Right. I keep coming back to that. There's loyalty to the country. What we really mean is all these things that are being done to Trump are being done to all of us. What we really mean. No, when you're having to say what we really mean, you've already lost. Yes. Okay? When you're having to explain to two-thirds of the nation because the other third won't listen. When you're having to explain to that inner third of the nation how the 2020 steal really affects us all, you've already lost mm -hmm. if you're having to explain that. Yeah. Folks, here's some newsflash. They don't care. They don't care. They're not going to care. I was talking to Andy care. at the top of the hour. Andy's a big Green Bay fan. And Green Bay had an issue in one of your playoff games here yeah. several years ago, Can right? Can I describe this really yeah. quick? go ahead. Okay, it's a thing called the Fail Mary. It's one of the most famous bad calls that, that caused a big outcome in NFL history. And this happens uh, a good number of years ago, and it was against Seattle. And I won't describe the play. The bottom line is the Fail Mary was a terrible missed call that allowed Seattle to beat Green Bay mm -hmm. and go to the playoffs. It changed the entire playoffs. Right. And it's now that play, uh, if, you, if you want to call it the political middle of the NFL, everybody in the, who's not Seattle or Green Bay fans, uh -huh. almost all, all the other 30 teams, you mean? Yeah, the other th fans of all the other 30 teams overwhelmingly believe that Green Bay was screwed on that play. Okay, so they believe we were cheated out of our victory. But at okay. the end of the day, we still don't care. Even with the middle totally agreeing with us, they don't want to hear Green Bay yeah. fans still talk talk about how we got robbed. We don't care. We don't care. That's right. You know we why? Don't care. Because here's what the market says. 
number one, that doesn't matter to my team. Right. And number two, that doesn't matter in my life. Nor does it matter moving forward. And it doesn't matter moving forward. Quit being a crybaby. So at the end and of the it doesn't day, matter how right that, you are. That, it, no, it, 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 again, at the end of the day, it was a bad call. Everybody knows that you guys should have won. Right. You didn't. So move on. Right. And, now, and, and by the way, I'm, re- I'm referring to that for a lot of you that are on our side talking about the 2020 election, because guess what? Most of the country, I'm going to repeat what I just said. Most of the country feels the same way about you that I do about Andy and Green Bay. I don't care. Right. And we get our, and it doesn't matter how much you try to explain to them, don't you understand? The 2020 steal affects us all, it affects our, our elections everywhere. This this is the character of America, and we go into all that. They don't care. They don't care. How does this affect my life? They don't care at the end of the day, folks. And this is why candidates in 2020, I mean in 2022 especially, who emphasize the 2020 steal. Lost. Dramatic, well, Most or they dramatically underperform versus what they or should lost. have done. Or flat out lost. Yeah. So when they were in purple areas like Arizona... Which right. is. Yeah. And and Pennsylvania and places like this, when they were in purple areas, they lost across the board. When they were in purple districts, they lost across the board. Uh, Lauren Boebert. Um, almost lost. Right. And that is in an R plus seven, I believe, district. Yeah, that's She's a still very red lost. district. Yeah. Well, it leans red. It's not as red as it used to be. It was redistricted. But still. it is still red. It leans red. It, it's R plus seven, and she almost lost. And what they and I forget who did the the numbers, but generally these candidates underperform by at least five points across the board. Here's why: the market. This is not because um, media dominance and all this. In this case, this is all because of the market. The market is looking at you and saying you're selling a product that doesn't affect my life. You're talking about how you your Green Bay Packers team was cheated in Seattle several years ago. It doesn't affect my life. You're talking about how this election was stolen in 2020. This doesn't affect my life. I don't care. Even though it does, and that's the side. It our, does. You know, our side keeps coming back saying it does. And yes, I agree it does, but they don't know. Affect their life when they don't care. You've already lost. Yeah. That's right. Okay. You've lost the market. You're selling a product the market doesn't want. And some of you are going to come back and say, well, then I guess just the whole country goes down the you know, hell in a handbasket. No. Well, that's not what we're saying either. You choose a candidate who does sell to Correct. the market. Correct. Let's fix that side of it. That's what we keep saying really anymore now on a weekly basis, trying to get some of you to wake up and understand exactly what's going on. And I'm sorry if that sounds very blunt and a lot of you don't like hearing that, but that is the reality of where we're at. You you know, I liken this to my clients when I'm coaching them on the business side. Okay. If I see them doing something that's going to negatively affect their business, it's my job as their coach to say, time out, Andy. This isn't going to go well. This isn't going to end well. Have you thought about this, that, and the other? And are we really going the direction that we need to to make the business more successful? Which, by the way, makes you more successful. If I do that correctly, most of the time my clients say, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I better rethink that particular decision or the outcome or whatever the case may be. You guys all listening to me. You're the client also. I'm trying to get you all to understand that unless we put forth the right candidate and we can all get behind said candidate and bring the middle along with us, we then have a landslide victory in 2024. We're not going to do that with Trump. Here's the big problem. Newsflash. Sorry, we're not. Trump is the symptom. The biggest problem is this. The right 
has become driven entirely by rage. And emotion. By, That's right. And, and emotion. emotion. Right. Well, yeah, rage emotion. Is emotion which is, so, yeah. Yes. yeah, we have become, and, and the thing We've is. We've lost our logic. Here's the thing. There's a market out there. It's called the middle. The right has no interest in selling to it. And that's going to kill us, folks. That's the problem. So when they say, we're just going to go with Trump, we're going to go with Trump. Guys, I love him. But none. then I ask them, how are you going to sell to the middle? None of them has an answer. None. Which, which they don't, In fact, forget answer. They have no interest. Which, which unfortunately, is not what our party's been about till now. Our party actually, through the years, has been about reaching to that middle individual and bringing them alongside of us. But And we'll talk about this on the other side of the break. Now, our current party looks at any reaching out to the middle as compromise. Right. They think you have to abandon your principles to reach the middle. And here I'm saying, uh, no, talk about loyalty to America, not loyalty to yourself, to, to one man. Right. Loyalty to the party, not to a person. Thank you. Okay, we'll be right back. Uh, affordable interest mortgage. Kurt Rogers, again, any questions when it comes to mortgages, first-time buyers, veterans, whatever the case, give him a call today, 720-895-0500. Many of you are seeing your credit card rate around 18 to 21%. With the feds continuing to raise rates, it's getting harder to stretch that dollar. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage, 720-895-0500. If you currently have a low rate on your mortgage, but the other debts are not giving you any breathing room, consider refinancing and getting a blended rate in the fours. Now is the time. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get that blended rate in the fours and lower your total monthly payment, six, seven, eight hundred a month. We can show you how to lower your monthly debt and keep more of your money, all with a low blended rate. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Locally owned and serving Colorado since 2001. Let us show you how to own your home faster and pay less interest. Our experience will save you money. 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. That's 720-895-0500. Start saving six, seven, eight hundred a month now and breathe again. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by door. Equal credit lender. All your plumbing needs, High Five Plumbing, keep this number handy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. And as I've been saying, I think we're going to have a little bit earlier winter this year. If you had some issues last year that you'd like to get taken care of prior to winter, maybe even putting them off, thinking, oh, I'll get that done in the fall, get it done now. Call High Five, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing has made convenience for their customers a top priority. High Five maintains a well-stocked inventory, readily available for their technicians at all times. So the technician who comes out to help you remains at your home to complete the project the same day. On the rare occasion they need a part, another team member will bring the part to them, leaving no more I'll be back in three hours visits. On top of that, their window for service is only two hours, respecting your valuable time and notifying you when they are on the way. High Five Plumbing also offers weekend appointments and evening appointments to meet your busy schedule. High Five makes every effort to make your plumbing experience convenient and hassle-free. You can call or email to schedule your plumbing services with High Five. You want a company who makes your time their priority. So call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or just go to klzradio.com slash plumbing today. Premier Home.
home remodels, transparent pricing throughout their entire process. And again, they give you some great ideas and things that uh, they can bring to the table when it comes to your remodel project as well. So you've been thinking about doing it, get in touch with them first and find out exactly what they can do for you. 720-619-8773. Premier Home Remodels will help you add more space to your home. There is a growing trend in building additional dwelling units right now. Whether the additional unit is a mother-in-law suite, an outdoor patio, an additional room, or simply just extra space, Premier will guide you expertly through the entire process. Your home will increase in value and there will always be a market for homes with new additional rooms. And when adding an additional dwelling unit, you will always have an open and direct line of communication with the Premier Project Manager. Premier Home Remodels works with an experienced, licensed, and insured network of professionals with over 20 years in their trade. So you know your expansion project will be in good hands, as promised. For your home addition, contact Premier Home Remodels by visiting klzradio.com remodel. Roof Savers of Colorado, if you've had some hail damage or things along those lines where you may need a roof replacement, Dave can help you with that. Talk to your adjuster for you as well. Don't call the insurance company. Call Dave instead. Find him at RushToReason.com. Summer hailstorms have returned with a bang, leaving roofs across the front range in need of repair or replacement. You need to know what options will be best for your home. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners maintain their roofs through hail or shine. We work with any insurance company to get your damaged roof the replacement it needs. However, if you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we also offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. With over 20-plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your situation and through every season. If you think your roof has been a victim of hail, contact us to set up your free inspection and receive an honest evaluation about the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep a durable roof over your head. Live and local, back to Rush to Reason. All right, we are back. Myself, Andy Pate, Charlie Grimes, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Somebody asked, okay, so if Trump is not the candidate that's best suited to win, this came from a text message, by the way, who is? Great question, by the way. Uh, Real quick, um, just so you know, we're not saying Trump is the worst. Pence, I believe, would be the worst. Christie is right. I've got Christie and Pence as the bottom ones, then Trump. For, for appealing beyond our base. Agree. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Trump is not the worst, but in the in the scheme of who's the front runners right. and who has the best chance of winning, he is the worst in that category. Right. Because Christie and Pence, those are not front runners by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, and before we even give it, you know, talk about other names, here's the big problem right now with the Republican base because we are so emotional, as you've been saying, so enraged, so hurt over everything that's been taken from us, the elections we feel cheated, and all our freedoms taken away. Because of all this, we are looking for candidates who appeal to us, not who appeal beyond us. Mm-hmm. We're not looking for candidates who sell, we're looking for candidates who we like, yeah, not who we think America will like. Folks, this is a lot like, and I know this is what I think part of the problem is in our party right now as well, and I'll just be bold enough to say this. Most of our party 
including those that are forever Trumpers, have never written a payroll check. Let me explain. When you go to hire someone in your business, you're not always hiring the person that you like the best. You're hiring the person that you feel can be the most productive and make you the most money at the end of the day. You may right. not particularly care for them a whole lot when it's all said and done, but if they will come and do what you need them to do on a daily basis, show up on time, work hard, put in a hard day's work for a good day's pay, you'll do that all day long as an employer. And at the end of the day, you may not particularly care for them a whole lot. Right. doesn't matter at the end of the day, it gets you where you need to go with your business. I'm looking at this election in exactly the same way. Oh, yeah. And if you don't start doing the same thing, we're going to lose. You must put your customer, not you, first. Correct. So quit those people in the middle who are, you like. Okay. Those masses who you need to win 51% of, they're the customers. Okay? Well, Every single person listening to us has one thing in common. You're all one vote. You aren't enough. No, you must win the market. And again, I need. But we don't care about the customer. I need to reemphasize this. This isn't a democracy. This is a republic. We are hiring a president to take us to the next four years. That's what we're doing here. We're hiring someone to handle this for us because we can't. And first, John, we are hiring a candidate. Right. Who can win the presidency and win big. By the way, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, who is the first one we'll mention, of course, he has come out and said flat out because he was asked, you know, what are we going to do about cheating and, you know, these things? He said, and he said, guys, we got to win big. Yes. He says, you need a candidate who can win big. By the way, it's the same thing I've been saying now for the last couple of years. Thank you, Vivek. He's saying the exact same thing I've said. Yeah, I've said this from day one. I've not changed my position there at all. You've heard me say that over and over. I've had arguments with some of you out there over this very same thing, and I've said it exactly the same way. Right, and you got these people who say, well, Trump won twice, right, because he won in 2016, and we believe he won in 2020. Okay, uh, let's let's allow that. Okay, we'll allow that. In both cases, he went up against arguably the two worst weakest candidates the democrats have ever put up it's certainly in our lifetime not going to be that way this time okay and it's unlikely they're going to put biden up this time we hope you know but here's the thing we hope they we hope they will but against those two not gonna happen he lost the popular vote both times now the first time without us even claiming any kind of you know cheating the second time actually the other side said we cheated right they said we cheated right now the second time you can say well they cheated guys even so then that means that it was still really close against an unbelievably compromised and mentally deficient opponent or candidate and you still didn't win the middle you still had a razor close um you still had a razor close margin you didn't win uh, some folks that were, you know, never Trumpers. You didn't win the suburban moms. You didn't win all of right. your evangelical vote. Folks, there's a lot of categories Demographics. that we did not win in 2020, which is part of the reason why Joe Biden is president today. I'm sorry, but that is because we— It shouldn't we have had, been close if, enough if, to cheat. Right. If we'd have had some of that handled and won in a landslide, we wouldn't be having this conversation at all today. Right. Joe Biden was barely functional on the debate stage, and he campaigned out of his— Basement. Basement. And he won. Yep. 
Okay, and you can say, well, they cheated. Yeah, okay, but it shouldn't have been close enough to where you're talking about an invalid in a basement. Yep. And it was close enough to where they could cheat him over the uh, finish line if they did. If that's the way it went, my gosh, that means your candidate is awful. Not that he's an awful president, but he doesn't appeal to the mark. I've said it numerous times on this program and the podcast we do, the National Crawford Roundtable, that if the evangelical vote had just been out in full force and done what it did in 2016, yep. we would have won handily. Yes. We, again, we wouldn't have this conversation. Just that alone would have changed things. By the way, a fair amount of evangelicals are going to look at the sheer number of, you know, the, all the smoke. Mm-hmm. With, with the charges against Trump, and they're going to abandon him just because of that. They the shouldn't, but they will. Okay, let's get to the who would win biggest right now. There's no question. Vivek Ramaswamy would win the biggest. And you got all these people, oh, my gosh, he's only polling at 3 4% in the Republican. You know, he's yeah, that's well the base. Known. He's not well-known enough yet, by the Number way. Number one, he's not well-known enough. Number two, our base only cares about rage. We're talking about appealing beyond our base. Would Vivek Ramaswamy beat Joe Biden, first of all? Well, that would, oh, hands be, down. That would be a landslide. Hands down. But number two, would Vivek Ramaswamy, in my opinion, beat Gavin Newsom? Yes. Yes, handily. Yes. Would Vivek Ramaswamy beat Jared Polis? That would be tight. That's a tough one. But I, w- I, I think Ramaswamy still wins. Because he's more articulate in yes. how he speaks than Polis is, and I believe he also comes across more genuine than Jared Polis does. Jared Polis comes across as an arrogant, rich guy. Yeah. He really does in he a lot of ways. He comes across packaged. Yeah, he, he, comes, he comes across that way, and Vivek would tear him up. He would. Yeah, Vivek is... Look, I'm just going to say yeah, it, Even folks. though Vivek's worth more money, he doesn't come across that way. Right. I think that I think I'm right, and I think he's worth more. Jared's worth I don't know six hundred million. Or, no, Vivek's worth. So more. I think Vivek's well, worth far more. I, no, I, I got to look at that up. Don't quote me on that, yeah, guys. I'm I gotta, not sure. I'll double check that in a minute. They're both wealthy. Look, look at it this way. I'm just going to tell you right out. Vivek would appeal to more people in the middle. Okay, than virtually anybody they can put out. I don't think the Democrats have a candidate who could beat him. And here's the thing: our side always wants to look at all the wrong things for what sells. They don't seem to understand what sells to the middle. Vivek Ramaswamy is the closest thing we've seen to a conservative Obama. And Vivek's worth about $200 million more than Polis, so I oh. was correct. Okay, so he's loaded. Yeah. All right? And he's 37, by the way. Yeah. Okay. He appeals. He is the conservative of Obama. And by the way, for those people who believe these conspiracy theories about how he's owned by Soros and things. They're conspiracies. Guys, you're lunatics. Yeah. Okay. You're you're listening to, I'm going to be honest, a few radio shows here in town. Yeah, that are lunatics as well. Right. That are lunatics yeah. and that only put out one side yeah. because they, they're Trump onlys and they don't care and they don't want you to hear. He Vivek has responded to those things he and has. torn them apart with Directly. Ease. Look, yes. guys, would he win the biggest? Yes. Who would win second biggest on our side? Right now, and and I know people are going to hate this because it's a weak field outside of that, I'm going to say Nikki Haley. I think Ron DeSantis would win big, too. If he changes his strategy moving forward. If he forward, changed his strategy. He's, he's another one that needs to start <laughs> listening to people outside of the people that are talking to him, and maybe that'll happen with the campaign manager change. He just made, but he like Trump. If they, he doesn't change his ways, he's a goner. Oh my gosh, he has been totally selling to the base and totally ignoring mm-hmm. the market. Okay, um, Nikki Haley, who by the way I don't like. 
Okay, I disagree with her strongly on Ukraine. I didn't like how she turned on Trump at one point. I, I felt, agree. you know, and I'm not big loyalty to one no, person. No, but I agree with you. I thought she was dead wrong. And I there are a lot of ways, reasons that I'm not a Nikki Haley fan. Let me tell you something. People don't care outside our base about Ukraine. They no. don't. Nikki Haley would win big. Good point. Somebody also just said a moment ago, the Hugh Hewitt, who I respect, said years ago, you got to win big enough to overcome the other side's cheating. He had a book actually with that right. title, maybe not word for word, but that's exactly the same thing I keep saying. Yes. It's no different. So, folks, I'm not the only one saying this. I'm not the only level-headed individual in the country that thinks this way. The problem we have in this party, and especially here in Denver, is there's not – in this talk show world, You've either got those folks that are so blindly following Donald Trump, they can't see the forest for the trees, or you've got all the rhinos on the other end. It's one or the other. The anti-Trumpers. I'm about the only one in the middle here that speaks rationally about all of this. I'm being honest. I I don't think there's anybody else that looks at it the way I do. Well, I think I'm in there. Well, (laughs) Our show. Our program is what I mean to say. We look at things more rationally than anybody else that's on radio in this town, and it's part of the problem we have here. Yeah, so many of the people who are quote-unquote never Trumpers, I can't stand them. Me neither. They actually believe the charges against Trump. Yeah, they believe that he, yeah. he's responsible for January 6th. They're, they're, mo- they're morons. They're nuts. Yeah, they're morons. Okay. But so are the people that are on the far other end that say only Trump can win, and he's the only guy that can turn oh, this country around. gosh. They're just as much of a moron. Yeah. and So you've got both ends of it that are morons. Yeah. And, and they're unfor- both wrong. And unfortunately... Us folks in the middle are not running this party right now. Uh, no, I have no say in where we go here as a party. I know. None. It's so frustrating. Zilch. I have no say, folks. You know, you know one way you could boost your ratings tomorrow is just say, go all Trump all the time, pro-Trump. So many of these are only playing to the rabid base because it gets them... And, I, and, and as I've said it, numerous it, it, times... and I, I please, You want to be honest. Nobody take this the wrong way. I, I don't have to have that. Fortunately, I'm at a point in my life where I've made some, not to my credit, but I've made some good choices, worked really hard throughout the years to get to the point I am today to where, frankly, I don't have to have that. I don't, if I didn't do this job tomorrow, would I still be okay in my lifestyle? Yes, I would be fine. I do this because I want to. I feel like it's contributing back to what we're doing as a country. I feel it's, it's important to do what I do daily to really help keep all of you informed as well. I do this because I like it. I love it. I love all of you, and I love the conversations we have. I don't do it because I have to. That's the difference between me and, frankly, a lot of other talk show hosts in town that do it because, Andy, it's their job. They have to. Right, so they're playing on the rage. They have no other option, and it's what they do to gain ratings, advertisers, and so on. And no, I don't have to play that game. Okay, when I'm we... like Trump in that manner. Oh, totally. I'm not, I'm not owned by anyone. Yeah, no one owns you. Yeah. When we come back, let's just list them out. Who would win the biggest okay. in order? And also, what do we have to do? Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith, who again will help you with your financial future as well. Find out today by going to klzradio.com. You've been saving diligently for years without the help of an advisor like Golden Eagle Financial. So why should you start now? Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that when your nest egg is small, you can get by with an automated service or app. But as your savings grow, you need a trusted personal advisor like Al to help you navigate difficult market conditions. 
Golden Eagle Financial Plans can make up to 20% more than automated services on average, meaning you'll create more income when you need it. Al Smith's 30 years of experience has taught him how to keenly watch the market, and it tells him when it's smart to make a move based on your risk tolerance. You need Golden Eagle Financial to make objective calls on your assets and protect your nest egg in the smartest, most thoughtful way. Don't take your retirement plans into your own hands. Trust the experience of Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial and protect your future by going to klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. A registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. KNR Home Transitions, if you want to know about their re-up program, how it works, whether it's a good fit for you, call them today and find out. They are also at, or they are also at, I should say, klzradio.com. You're stuck. You need to sell that house. Inflation means a remodel is going to cost a fortune, and high interest rates means your price is spiraling by the day. KNR Home Transitions uses a revolutionary new service called ReUp to do it all for you. ReUp will remodel your home at no upfront cost and split the profit with you when the home sells. Think about it. Sure. You could remodel the place yourself, put in the work, hire and pay the contractors, clean the messes, and market it online yourself. But your time is valuable, and you don't have months to do it and foot the bill for the work up front. You want your place sold now and for what you feel it is worth. K&R knows your market. They know what sells, and they can be a one-stop shop so you can go about your life without worrying about the stress that comes with doing a remodel to sell. Get started now by going to klzradio.com home or call them at 720-437-8210. That's 720-437-8210. As independent brokers, GIA Insurance can help you navigate through the maze of health insurance options so you get the right plan to fit your needs at the best premium. GIA never charges fees, and your premiums will never be any higher than going directly to the insurance companies or buying online. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100. It's time to leave your safe space. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Last little segment here. We've got one more break to take as well, but we'll get a few things in here before we do that. Myself, Andy, and Charlie. All right, who else would do well in 2024? Okay, first of all, Vivek would be number one, I think, right now. Um, and, and really, for everybody listening to really quick, I'll make sure we preface this, which I've said numerous times. There's a time between now and it's next early year. it's really early folks right we're, really early we're early in the vetting process so don't 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 get all uptight over any one individual quite yet because there's a lot of time and by the way i'm not saying how he would govern i'm saying who would win the biggest thank you okay thank you Perfect. um i would say number two is nikki haley probably at this point and i know people hate hearing that because the Trumpers absolutely despise her because everything is about loyalty to Trump. And, she and at wasn't. one point, she wasn't. That's right. And, uh, and which I get. Which to them, that is proof that you hate America. Right. Okay. Uh, number three, Ron DeSantis, same thing. Okay. But Ron DeSantis has really crippled himself with six week abortion bans, stuff like that. That's going to be a bad t- campaign so far. And a horrible campaign, just a wretched uh, yep. mess. Uh, number four would be Tim Scott. Yeah. Now, by the way, Tim Scott also would beat 
Joe Biden badly. Okay, all four of those would destroy Joe Biden in a general campaign. Now, now, now you got to put Tim Scott up against Gavin Newsom. How does that work out? Uh, that's a tighter race. That's a that's a draw. I believe the top three would all beat Newsom. I do. Can I know I, Vivek would. And, yes. And I, I believe that the next I, I'm pretty, pretty confident Nikki Haley would beat him because she's a good debater and she would, you know. I think DeSantis could if he runs the right campaign, yeah, because if you look yeah. at how Florida's been run versus California, he's oh, got yeah. a lot to stand on. Well, but you'd have to use that. Look, the bottom line is everybody flees California to, to move Florida. to Florida. That's right. I mean, right there, that's hard to lose. That's right. And he has changed his campaign. That alone you could run on. I think he beats Gavin Newsom, too. I think Tim Scott, that's a tough race. And here's why. Tim Scott is a very likable guy who does a great stump mm-hmm. speech. Mm-hmm. He's not He's not quick on his feet. He's not in super interviews. dynamic either. That's the other issue he has. He's not Mr. Dynamic. No, he's nice. He's yep. laid back. He's a good guy. But you need dynamics. He, yes. That's the one thing that Trump does have in his favor is he is Mr. Dynamic. Could Tim Scott beat Gavin Gavin Newsom? Yes. Would he? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's coin toss. Ben, that, that, a lot of that, again, comes down to the campaign and how well things are run. Right. Uh, Pence and Christie, I don't even want to discuss. Yeah, to me, I don't know why they're in. Doesn't matter. Um, and the last one, of course, is Trump. Do I believe Trump would beat Gavin Newsom? Absolutely not. No. Not unless he made huge. And I mean huge. Huge, in his words. In his own terminology, huge changes. The bottom line is this. Our base has become so so bitter that when you are bitter, you're not thinking about the customer. You're thinking about yourself. And that's the and the customer is rejecting that. They're looking at our angry base and saying, we don't like you. Folks, let me give you a comparison in these last couple of minutes. I've got a couple of, of uh, businesses that I've helped here of, of late where they were literally, literally on the edge of bankruptcy. And I'm not exaggerating. And no, I'm not going to give names out because that's not fair to them. But really some individuals that just were in some dire straits, some of their own doing, some of not their own doing. Sometimes just certain circumstances right. and things come up, and that's just where you end up. Now, I'm going to make this comparison. When a business is on the edge of bankruptcy, it changes every single thing you think about on a daily basis. Now, I'm comparing the Republican Party and especially those of you in Colorado that are really on that hardcore Trump side as being on the bankrupt side. You can't see what's really going on because there's only one thing you're looking at on a day-to-day basis, and that's that negative balance that you're enraged over, that you're bound and determined to make positive, and you only see one way to make that happen. I then come along as a coach and say, wait a minute, time out. There's multiple things we can do to get things turned around. Let's look at all the different things we have going on. No, let's not go the bankruptcy route unless we absolutely have to. But if there's any way possible we can turn things around, let's do so. And typically, that's what we do, and we make it work, and we make those changes necessary to where bankruptcy is not even on the table at that point in time, Andy. I Great feel point. like right now we are literally, as a party, on the edge of bankruptcy, not looking at the full picture, not looking at all the answers, not looking at a way to dig out of this, but looking at one thing and one thing only, and if we keep doing that, we will be bankrupt. I agree. It's exactly I agree. where we are right Especially now. Especially when that one thing you're looking at doesn't sell to the market you're trying to win. That's right. And by the way, uh, we were talking about what things can we do well. Here is probably the biggest. Fix. 2020 don't fixate yep on 2020 yep. if we say we want to fix 
look, we want to fix any uh, illegal voting problems and so forth, and we want to stop all of that. We want every vote to be a legal vote. I got news for you. The middle will look at you and say, amen, brother. We're fine with that. If we fixate on it and say we were cheated, we was robbed, and all this, the middle will say, hey, Green Bay Packer fans, we don't care about the fail Mary. Go away. Republicans, shut up. We don't care. We're going to vote against anybody but you. Because we're tired of hearing it. Because we're tired of hearing it. We don't want to hear it anymore. And for all those who want to Trump and Carrie Lake, can't, you know. Uh, No, uh, please no. Look, and Carrie Lake is very eloquent, very good. But no. But because that's their main issue for both of them. No. Is an issue that the middle hates. Oh, my. That's a no-go for me. Sorry. And I like them. I like them both. Yes. So do I. You know, could I go to dinner with both of them? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Could I go hang out with either one of them? Absolutely. Do I want them to be the candidate? No. No, don't sell. No. So, folks, that's me. I, I will go to dinner with either one of them, but no, I don't, I don't want them as our candidate. Extreme Auto Repair is coming up next. Make sure that your vehicle is in top working order as we head into the fall and winter months. Tires even, they can do that at their cost as well. Find them at klzradio.com. Everyone has had a bad experience getting car repairs done, and that's what motivates the team at Extreme Auto Repair. Trust. Extreme wants to build lasting relationships with their clients, so when their ASE master mechanics do inspections, they use a computer program to document the whole process. And if something doesn't seem right, they use a small camera to give you a video of the problem, so you can see for yourself. Extreme Auto Repair is also a pillar in the Parker community. Having established their shop in 1999 in the same location that they use now, Sean and the staff at Extreme built their business on word of mouth, which says a lot about the confidence they inspire in their customers. Another trust indicator is that a large part of their business is built on repairing professional vehicles, ambulances, vans, and buses that can cause damage or even death if they break down. If ambulance services trust Extreme Auto Repair to maintain their vehicles, you should too. So go to klzradio.com slash extreme to schedule your maintenance, repair, or inspection today. We don't yell at you. We inform you. Now, back to Rush to Reason. That's it for today, folks. If you missed the first hour, catch it next between 6 and 7 p.m. Otherwise, you can go to the website and listen to everything we did today a little bit later tonight. That's rushtoreason.com. Tomorrow, fix it, or not fix it, on Tomorrow for Health and Wellness Wednesday, we've got Dr. Scott Faulkner joining us, and we'll talk about the alternatives to our traditional healthcare methods and how you can release yourself from big pharma, big insurance, and all of that as well. So look forward to that. Have a great night, guys. Myself, Andy, and Charlie signing off. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.